Yeah. Or we, should we say like that. howdy? <laughs> Do they say that? Did they say that in Nashville? I didn't even notice. I, no one said it to us, which was rude. Right. And I was really, I told Susie, I was waiting the whole time for like a y'all come back now. And then I was like, wait, yeah. I think that's Texas. But maybe we still got that Southern hospitality. Maybe they're trying to tone it down with all that. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? But we had a great time. We did. Episode 348. We were on the ro- brain. Brain candy went on the road, really. Yes. Like the whole the, team. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. The gang was all there. Right. We went to Nashville first. Yes. And we got to see Tori. We got to see Tori and we got to see uh, bridal showers. Oh, my God. No, not bridal showers. Bachelorette parties. I always confuse the two. Yes. We were informed that, I don't know if this is true or not, but they say that Nashville is the bachelorette capital of the world? Yeah. Yeah. And we were informed while we were there, after looking around going, why is everybody woohooing and how come there are so many parties of girls in sequin dresses? And <laughs> somebody was like, oh, they're all bachelorette parties. And we're like, what are you talking about? And then we look around and it was like that thing where like you don't notice it and then somebody tells you <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, we're surrounded. They're, they're everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> and this is, it's not hyperbole. Like there were no, just... Right. Un, an enormous number of women, and they do that. Somebody's like, "Well, why don't bachelor parties come here?" And I'm, I thought so, they might be here, but we would never know because they aren't wearing stupid ass sashes and veils and matching fucking shirts. Oh my god, so many! And they do, <sighs> you know. And this is not a knock to anybody who does yes, this. It is. Because okay, well, <laughs> no, it, Sarah, it you're nice. You're nice. Go ahead. Yeah. But cause, because I get it. Like, it is fun to, like, get, you know, and do that whole thing. But it's like they travel in packs and they all have, you know, it's like the, the but it's a uniform for every single, like, <laughs> they were going to brunch. Yeah. And they're in, like, jean shorts, black shirts for the bridal party. And then the bride, <laughs> she's going to wear all white. And it's just like, ladies. Right, right, We right. know you're at a bra- bachelorette party. We know. Everybody in the room knows. Yeah, for you don't me, need the I am more critical of it, mainly because I don't like the idea that you need an excuse to let loose. Right. And that's, that's what, what happens with women. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about this, or maybe I talked with Adam, who knows. Uh, but I was wondering if maybe because it's like kind of in this place in the United States where maybe they're more traditional in like male and female roles and relationships and like, you know, women are gender dynamics, gender dynamics. Yes. Thank you. Um, that, you know, maybe this was like the one place where they all get to go and it's like the free pass place. Yeah. Right. Like Vegas, but yeah, it's like all agreed upon, but like Vegas is kind of (sighs) like, I don't know. It feels like you say Vegas and it's like, oh, you're going to Vegas. But True. Nashville's like, nobody goes, oh, you're going to Nashville. True. It's like, like a sleeper hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But they were so everywhere. So there's like this inside info of like, okay, ladies, in Nashville, <laughs> like all bets are off and it like doesn't even count. <laughs> right, right. There were a few bachelor parties I saw. I did see the bus go by with the guys without shirts oh my on. God, and I was like, why had... is there a bus of no shirts? <laughs> oh, right. That's the male equivalent to this. I'd rather have no shirts than matching shirts. This is maybe true. Yeah, but that's just yes. me. I mean, different strokes, whatever you're into. Oh, speaking of, that's funny. That um, who? What was the, who's the great brain candy brainiac who gave me the book, Don't Be a Dick? 
Oh, no, that was from the publisher. They sent that to us. Oh, well, yes. that book is hilarious. Yeah. And How I was not flipping to be through dick. it. How Not to Be a Dick. Oh, my gosh, it's so funny. And there's a whole shirt on, or a whole shirt, a whole page on where is not appropriate to be shirtless for, like, dudes. And <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious. It's like, it's like a page of where you're allowed to not have a shirt, where you're absolutely yes. not ha- allowed. And I guarantee you one I could add to the list is on the top of a tour bus. <laughs> right. Keep it on. Yes, please. Oh, it's cracks And there me were up. a lot of party buses too. That was yes. a whole oh scene. Oh my gosh, so many. That's like not my scene because I'm not like a woo-hooer. There's no amount of mm. alcohol that I can drink that would make me like that. The only place I am like that, oddly enough, is like at summer camp. <laughs> I can when there's no that. alcohol and I'm only sober. You know what? That's hilarious and I wish I had video of you there, but... Also, I think it's very on brand that we became friends with the security guard. Oh, this is true. We're like, (laughs) we like safety, control, (laughs) rules and order, and we don't like any mischief. (laughs) And so we make friends with the security guard. Yeah. I mean, that is probably the first time that ever happened to him. Oh, maybe. I don't know. He was very friendly. He was. He was. And we had a nice time and now we're, it's the good thing when you come home and you like are glad to be back. Yes. That's the best feeling. It's the best. Yeah. So, you know, we're just getting settled in here. Susie's cat's still alive and it's all good. I know. That was scary. Um, So how are you feeling now that everyone knows you're single and all that? And I like to check in with you about this because... Oh, thanks. Thanks. It's stressful. It's weird. Yeah. You know, like I really have zero interest in like dating right now yeah i'm sure you think you'd be the opposite like yeah i'm single i'm free but it's not like that because maybe that's not how you know our our separation was but it was more just like no i need to do like a lot of self you know just like me time and like get my the next phase of my life like just get everything all set up so now i'm really just focused on work Oh, I was going to make you um, listen to this. I saw on Instagram yesterday, Oprah Magazine did a clip where a a journalist was interviewing Oprah on the red carpet and the journalist said, do you have any advice for for me? I'm newly single. How, How can I spend this time? And Oprah was like, oh, this is the best time. Like mm. this is the time where you don't have to be the wife or the partner or the whatever. You just can like dig into whatever you want and really discover who you are. And in so doing, the right person will come along if you wish. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're taking me to church right now, as yeah. Oprah often does. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is the truth. And I really think that that's it because it's when, you know, when you go and you dig in and you really like are living your best life, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. Then you just send out this like radiating glow that's like a magnet to other people who have that same light. Yes. Or people who'd like to feed off of it. But you can pretty much feed, you know, weed those guys out. And And I don't even think that's limited to dating or not. I think that's just if whatever vibe you're putting out, you're probably going to attract like-minded people. Um, So that's good. You should take advantage of that vibe you have. Well, and after my amazing fortune from the... (laughs) Uh, uh, Willie, Willie Nelson fortune telling machine at the Willie Nelson museum. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Willie it Nelson was, was really like, encouraging. Well, dead on. Mm-hmm. He talked about my friends in the armed forces. It's like perfect. So 
Yeah, that was weird. But it was totally weird. Yeah, that was the right message for you at the right time. Um, Love it. I also have a, a message for anyone who happens to be getting married, um, which is they should use Zola. Zola is the wedding company that will do anything for love. They basically reinvented the wedding planning and registry experience so that you can be the happy couple and get everybody on the same page about your big day. They take the stress out of wedding planning. They have free wedding websites, the easiest wedding registry, invitation suites, tons of stuff. And um, you can get an invitation. They have thousands of designs that you can choose from. The prices are friendly. And you can build like a whole suite at Zola. So like, you know, let people know what's going on with your wedding, answer questions about the big day, and then print your guest addresses for free. I mean, they just... They have everything you would want. Um, and you can let guests RSVP online too. So, I mean, it just makes it really convenient. It's a one-stop shop, all in the service of love. And they have a deal for you guys. Sign up at Zola.com slash Brain Candy and get 30% off your invites and paper order. Uh, that's sign up at Zola.com slash Brain Candy and get 30% off your invites and paper order. Z-O-L-A.com slash Brain Candy to get that. And... Uh, Tons of options for you and lots of fun things for you to do if you're getting married. So take advantage of that, people. Uh, okay. So, did you see on. the weird ass story about <laughs> the TVs that got dropped off on people's porches? Yes. What is that, Susie? It's freaking me out. <laughs> Why is it freaking you out? I don't know. It feels so twice. Did you watch the video? And then the I, guy like no. waves? It's, no, it, he it, waves? Yeah. Tell the, tell the listeners what weird. happened. Tell them. Okay. So I'm going to, let me, let me pull up what city it's in because I want to make sure. I want to say it's in Virginia. So it's okay. in the city okay. in Virginia and the residents all woke up and yes. 50 of them had old school TVs, like VHS style, <laughs> like big, you know, the Big, t- big ass TVs. Yeah, on their front porch with the screen like perfectly positioned towards the door, and like no oh, other information. Weird. Right, oh, it gives me goosebumps. Ah, freaky! It's like so Twilight Zone. Well, and then the, that's not even the weirdest part. What is the weirdest part? The weirdest part is how this guy that's dropping them off on people's porches is doing it whilst wearing a oh, TV yes. on his head. Correct. Oh, now I get chills everywhere. See, because this is like some weird message. You think? But like, we, I don't know. Or maybe <laughs> not, but this is like a great prank, if not. Because That's what it I has think it me is. creeped out. And I love how the cops are like, we can't do anything. Like, the, the worst crime that he's guilty of is leaving property on another person's, like, property. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. Like it's like a misdemeanor we, or something. Yeah, it's so minor. What and, about uh, trespassing? Yeah. What is... Does no, because that... it's the front porch. He didn't technically, like... So this, you it, That would be like UPS on... is, is oh, trespassing okay. or your mail carrier is trespassing, you know? If you're just, like, coming to the doorbell, I don't know. Maybe I think that's, like... It's different. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Wait, so... but don't you think it's funny if it's a prank? Yes. I mean, it seems like they have too much time on their hands, but... Yeah, and I just... That, the, the, the only thing the cops had... The cops had to rent a van, like a big truck, <laughs> and they had to go around and they had to pick them up. 
No way. I'm like, that was it. And the cops are like, yeah, it doesn't, didn't really bother us. And some people are like, we love it. Yeah, people got but, footage of this guy on their, you uh, know, security cameras. And I didn't know that he waved at the camera. Yeah, there was one where he waved and it is... Creepy. It, it's, it reminds me of that show, or the movie The Purge, which would then became a show, so I'm right mm-hmm. again. Uh, but there's something about it where it's like, this feels like a... Or that group anonymous or, you know, like one of those yeah. things where it's like, we're going to, this is phase one, like to like <laughs> open your eyes to this. I don't freaking know, but I think it, well, who has access to that many TVs also? Right. Cause they're the old timey kind. Yeah. Maybe they work in a recycling facility <laughs> or like, yeah. Do you yeah. think anyone is happy to have the old t- TV? This is what I wonder. It's like, how come nobody was like, well, I'm taking this. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We really like, needed one for our like <laughs> right. basement, you know, for the like an old for our Nintendo sixty four system. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I'd well, be into it. I'm like, I'm in need of a TV. Yeah, I'll maybe we have thank it you. all wrong. This guy's a good Samaritan, right? He's just trying to recycle, <laughs> yeah. recycle, reduce, reuse. He cares about the planet, people. That's it. I do th- oh. that part that that he wears the TV on his head though. That's what really got me. I mean, that is bizarro. It is. Uh, yeah, I want more things dropped off on people's porches that are like mysterious, but like safe, you know. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, do you think he'll get caught or they'll just let it go? They'll let it go. But this is the weird thing is that this happened in, an- in another city close to there, but with fewer televisions, like 20. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's the same guy. It's got to be, right? Right. Or it's like a copycat crime. Right. <laughs> like, people are just going to start doing this all over the country. Oh, it's so weird. At whenever you, you know how people, like, crimes are contagious or and also, like, suicides and stuff? Yeah. Have you ever seen something in, in that vein and thought, yeah, I want to do that? Oh, good question, but definitely not. I'm like right. A, definitely, definitely not. Who are these people? Huh. Let me think. But then it's like, okay... So I would imagine what happens is, you know, I'm thinking about conversations I have with Lincoln and he'll like tell me a (laughs) knock, knock joke and we'll like be talking about something and then he'll tell me a knock, knock joke like 10 minutes later, but it'll be about the thing that we talked about earlier. Yeah. But it's like, it's just because it's floating around in his mind. So I almost wonder, Uh yeah, I wonder if it's like they read this stuff and then it lives in there for a bit and then they think I need to have a plan for how to, you know fuck with somebody or whatever i know i'll do this and i wonder if they even think it's an original idea yeah they don't even know they're copying yes because mm-hmm. like i don't know if lincoln knows that that was because we talked about lizards 10 minutes ago you like know, he was he, primed right he, mm-hmm. he's primed yeah. to make a lizard joke right well this sort of category of like who are these people i mean that fits into about 90 percent of what we talk about but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. i had read an article that was uh who you know, it was based on that Nexium, you know, that sex cult? Yes, 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 yes. And it was asking who would join a sex cult? What type of person? Yeah. And, I mean, it was a very interesting article, but it still doesn't make a lot of sense. I suppose it's one of those things just like any cult where yeah. um, it's almost like a concoction of things that come together at the right moment that make you prime for being a member. But... yeah. Can you, I mean, I just I feel like don't get it. I like timing is everything. I guess so. It's that. It's like, 
something that sweeps in at the right moment that seems like an answer to everything. Uh-huh. You know, because it's the same way. In in a way, I I almost feel like it would be the same way somebody would get addicted to like a like an opioid or like a drug or something. You really? know, I was t- like that. Uh, I was talking with somebody about about like addiction with opioids and how like you're in an emotional if you're it can be easier to get addicted when you're in a, a bad place emotionally or when you have emotional pain and physical pain. Like say the high school kid who like injures himself playing football. Now he's depressed because he can't play football, but he also yeah. has an injury. Yeah. So he takes that and it's really like the emotional pain because your brain like has a hard time distinguishing between the two as far as like what's going on chemically in your body. Yeah. And so you, it's like stronger. So I wonder if somebody's experiencing emotional pain at a time in their life where they're very vulnerable to like, uh, uh, you know, influence or whatever and are looking for an answer and then something comes in and they're like, man, I feel better. This makes me feel good in all these areas. And it's like taking care of this, uh, you know, pain, like missing thing that I had before, like no family or no connection and da, 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 da. And you become, your brain like becomes rewired to need that. Well, when we talk about in religion, when people just join a normal cult, although most cults have a sexual component, but yeah, um, that there's there are parts of the worldview or the religion or whatever the community that do meet some needs. Mm-hmm. If it were just yes. all bonkers, nobody would do it. There's something that is usually present that is helpful or makes the person feel loved or gives them motivation or inspiration. And then all the bonkers stuff is sort of just part of it. And you yeah. love the good stuff so much that you're right. willing to go along with the weirdness. And then it's like the weird stuff become, you know, you're only exposed to a little bit of the weird stuff at uh-huh. a time. Yeah. You know, and it's then they the say, and at this certain water. time, you're like, well, now it's set up to where if I say no to all this really weird stuff, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose all of this good security, stuff. good yeah. stuff, like everything that mattered to me. And at that point, they've convinced you that there's nothing else through all that isolation and you know, yes, cut off and yes, all that. Yes, yes, That it's the end. It's like, why on, what other option do you have? When like Leah Remini talks about how by the time that she was revealed, the Xenu, you know, space yeah. god, whatever stuff, she was in so deep that she just thought, well, whatever. I like all the other stuff. So you right. just go along with it. But those, the that particular Nexium one, it's more baffling to me because the, the guy that they were all entranced by and mm-hmm. under his spell and like banging him, Ugh. you just think, how is he that charming that people bought into his bullshit? I mean, but look at Marilyn Manson. You mean Charles? Charles. Oh my God. I love Marilyn Manson. Charles. <laughs> this Manson. is Ted Bundy, Al Bundy what? all over again. What is wrong? This is, a, this, I just been, I, I don't know. This is what traveling did to me. My brain is just like. <laughs> Not here but today. Also I've Marilyn said like the Manson. wrong things all the time. I do well, not think that he is the cause of Charles any of this. Charles Manson is, uh, you know, was sort of handsome and, you know, was persuasive. But the guy in his Nexium, I don't see anything. That oh, anyone, really? Yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen a picture of him. I, I listened to the entire that um, uh, uh, podcast that was all about it. Oh, what did you find out? Oh, it was good. What did you think about it? Oh, well, I could see how easy it was to get caught up in it. Okay. 
And I think a lot of it was that it was women who, like, he put women in charge of recruiting other women. You know, a lot of times it's men who are, who... Yeah, good point. Are, ...are more in the powerful positions. Mm-hmm. But this one, he put... He, yeah, that was smart. Yeah, and he gave all this power to a very select number of women, and then all the other women who really wanted that power and, like, to feel mm-hmm. like that saw them... And we're like, ooh, I want that. But the ones who had the power were like freaking out too. And right. going like, this seems wrong. But then just projected this image that, you know, they have all the answers and have it all figured out and are, you know, having all this wonderful life and success. And it wasn't true. But everybody underneath was like, yeah, I want to be that. Right. It's all fake, 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 fake. Well, what isn't fake is how much I love literati. Sarah, you. I have to tell you about this because oh, you yeah, don't, I don't know about this. Well, you don't have a kid, so this okay. was not as applicable to you. However, it would make a great gift. Literati is a subscription book club for kids. Oh my gosh, how cute. They mail okay. you five teacher approved books every month for your kid. And it's basically the one that teachers would buy for their own kids. And you, you the box contains the five age appropriate books, like based on a theme. Um, like the animal kingdom or whatever. And then it also includes exclusive original art and a personalized note to your kid. And Lincoln got his box and these books are so cute because they're really fun and teach him stuff, but they're actually pretty too. They they look like really nice books that you'd want to keep. And it's just, I'm obviously this is very on brand for us. But yes. for a limited time, you can go to literatibooks.com and use promo code BRAINCANDY for $20 off your first box. Plus, kids three and up get a special blacklight pen, which we just gave to Lincoln today, and he won't quit using it. He thinks it's like a secret pen because, you know, you have to put the black light on it to see what he wrote. Uh, this is their best offer available anywhere. To get it, you have to go to literatibooks.com, promo code brain candy for $20 off your first box, plus a free black light pen for kids three and up. Literatibooks.com, promo code brain candy. I just think this is such a great thing. I love it. That's right? so cute. And I'm thinking maybe one of those books he got was about birds because we played a lot of 20 questions in the backseat of that car yeah. and every animal was a bird and he knew far more about birds than I ever thought he yeah, would. Yeah, he did. He got a bird. Uh, well, actually, it was all animals and it was um, funny facts about animals. And mm-hmm. I, I'm reading it being like, I didn't know that. Oh, that's great. It was really cool. And the book is beautiful too. I'll post a picture of it in our Instagram, but... Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's actually learning a lot and is looking forward to reading, which is not something he does normally, so that's fun. Yeah. Any hoodles. That's great. I'm definitely not joining a sex cult or anything. I was just curious. Yeah, that's a better idea. Please don't. (laughs) It just doesn't appeal to me. Maybe there's a bunch of hot guys in the the group, but... You know, there is that Andrew Keegan one. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's Do you get to sleep with him? Mm. Probably not. I bet you do. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> That's interesting. I, I haven't looked that up in a while. I wonder if they're still going strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you love him or something? Oh, I did when I was younger. I had a huge crush on him. But now you don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, I like... <laughs> when Tiger Heat magazine stopped being the number one purchase of mine at the drugstore, <laughs> oh I stopped. 
I like. I think it's called Tiger Beat, but Tiger Heat is oh. more hilarious. Oh, that's like the adult version of it. Tiger Beat. It's totally Tiger Beat. Oh, that's funny. Well, either way, what is it? Teen? Uh, maybe there's like a Teen Pop Bop. There. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yep, yeah. Yep. 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 I can picture yep. that one. Uh-huh. I can't believe oh, those man, ma- those, those magazines still exist because you'd think everyone would get all their content, you know, on the blogs and Instagram or whatever. No, you know what it's for? I totally can see. It's like little. Well, I remember being a thirteen-year-old girl, fourteen, fifteen, yeah, thirteen, really, and loving to just decorate the walls of my room with the pictures that oh, I cut out from those magazines. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was more of an art project in a magazine. Like mm-hmm. a, they're perfect layouts to like make your scrapbook and your notebook. You know how you have like the clear folder. Oh, yeah. oh come on, that was like. 50% of the reason why I wanted to go to school when I was little to just show off my notebook and my new collages weekly. I was thinking just the other day about how, I don't know if this was true when you were a kid, but did you have to put book covers on your books? Yes. And did you use paper bags? Yes. Okay. But why doesn't anyone do that anymore? Because they have those new ones that are dumb that are like, <laughs> first of all, maybe nobody buys paper bags. <laughs> nobody, well, no, yeah. they should. Yeah. Um, or not buy them, but you know, have them lying around, reuse them. But no, everybody uses the stretchy ones because they, I don't oh. know. The, I think the kids got it in their heads. Like what they do is that the book fair, like when you go to school to like in your elementary school or whatever, as I remember, cause I was like just on that transition when like they invented those or whatever, when <laughs> I was just leaving school. Okay. So it was like right before when they were available, but we were like, do we use these or like what? Mm-hmm. And it was like the kids whose parents didn't want to waste time with like anything. They were just like, just cut, get those. You know, the yeah. ones who are, they, they, they put them right at the check stand when you buy all your books. And it's like, do you need a cover for it? And the parents like, yeah, yeah I just need a cover for it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then I would just, I remember almost being jealous of those kids who had the covers because it mm-hmm. seemed like something that was like an extra buy, you know? Yeah, it's fancy. It's fancy, yeah. And then I felt like, the, oh, I just got to cover my own. But now it's like I would much rather cover my own. I swear they don't even use those anymore, though. Like book covers? Yeah. <sighs> but maybe well, they- maybe I'm wrong. I just haven't seen any. And I thought, I don't know. I just kind of miss the paper bag thing. <laughs> Me too. It was so much fun. And then I would decorate that. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. And write like math, all cool. And like, oh man, I <laughs> love doing that. Yeah. That was the best. I don't know. I just, I find those types of things interesting where you're like, that's outdated, but why? What, what yeah. happened? But I think you're right. Somebody decided to make a fancy version and then that became the new thing. Yeah. Boo those fancy versions. Yeah, right? Because like, like you said, why not reduce, reuse, recycle? Yeah. Um, I feel like I, had a, I saw a story about that recently that I was going to share with you guys. Hmm. I don't remember. But I did read a story about how there's um, police who in a town who asked everybody, they said on a certain day of the month, uh, People could pay off their parking tickets oh, yeah. through donations to an animal shelter. Oh, wait. Okay, this must be a trend because I heard one on the radio that it was similar, but it was um, buy school supplies for teachers oh. in place of paying for the ticket. Okay, I love this. Yeah. What do you think? I love it. Yeah, right? And I feel like there's something, you know, even I feel like almost more towns should do this 
and just let me know where the money for my parking ticket is going. Because even if it is just going to the to the you know city, if they were to say <laughs> pay off your parking ticket and forty new books for the library, whatever it is, yeah, then I would probably have less of those ugh feelings about like being pissed at the city for giving it to me. Yeah, you would like, feel oh, like a part oh, sure. of the community or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like I'm super into it. And then they yeah, have like all these pictures of like idea. the cops cuddling with the kittens, and I'm like, wow, oh, it's adorable. What I'm not into though is those um. Stupid gimmicks that the cops do sometimes where they pull people over and then say, like, here's a free ice cream cone. Oh, Um, hell no. Is that (laughs) happening? Yeah, like they act like it's to build public morale. But really it's like scaring people of color for starters. And also nobody has time for that. And I'm a white person and I'm I'm terrified of that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Why would you make my cortisol levels go through the roof? I know. they On they, my way to work. Whose idea was this? It's terrible. Do you think they just do it for publicity and then they hope that... What? I don't know. I, but, like, come on. You really are making somebody <laughs> late for work or wherever the heck they needed to yeah, go. Yeah, we're busy, assholes. My ways did not take into consideration getting pulled over for a friggin' free ice cream cone. When's the last time you got pulled over? Oh, my gosh. Don't jinx me. Uh, <laughs> I have not been pulled over... Gosh, years. Uh, I got pulled over. Oh my god! It was that time we were out with Tiffany. I that I did get pulled over one more time after that. Okay. And it was for going like forty-two and a thirty-five or something. And I he pulled me over, and it was like nothing. And I said to him, "I'm like, you're right. I definitely, I totally was thinking to myself as I was driving, like, man, this road is really bumpy for this being the speed limit because I thought the speed limit was forty-five. I didn't, and it's like a a road that doesn't look like it should be thirty-five, but the way that the road is paved." It's like, I don't know, there was some tree damage or something, so it's like super bumpy. And I told the cop that. I was like, man, I was thinking, like, this road is really dangerous to be tra-. You know, and he just wrote me a ticket. It's no big he deal. really did write you a ticket. Yeah, I know. I thought my honesty was going to get me out of it, but. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it was not, it was like not even that big of a deal. And I just did traffic school. And, oh but that was God. like seven, pl- seven plus years ago. It was online. It's like no biggie. Oh, it's online? Oh, yeah. California is really great for that. You could, I just did online traffic school. Oh, done. that's great. It's been years. It's dropped off my... It worked, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I always t- make a three-point... I always stop at the stop signs. Everybody who's in the car with me is like, what? It's like the middle of the night, Sarah. You don't need to come to a complete stop. I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Well, you're very you cautious. I am cautious. So, yeah, I don't get pulled over, uh, knock on wood. But I also never break the rules. Yeah. Yeah, I drove home la- like last night, probably, you know, the fastest I've driven home, and I was going like 76. Oh, my God. That's adorable. And the whole time I was like, oh, what if I get pulled over? You're fine. Oh, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, I did. Oh, I was fine because I was, you know, only going 76. What about you? When's the last time you got pulled over? Um, gosh, like probably 10 years ago. Yeah, look at us. We're such good drivers. I'm a speed demon, though, so I'm surprised. Although, really? Yeah. I, I don't want to jinx myself either. Yeah. Um, Your husband's kind of a speed demon, too. <laughs> yeah, I guess we are. We got places to go, Sarah. I know. And one place we go to is thirdlove.com because they have the best bras in the world. Yes. Oh, so comfy. Perfect fit. They use data points. We love data points generated by millions of women who took their Fit Finder quiz. So they, made, they designed their bras with actual breasts. In mind. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah. 
And they have over uh, 70 sizes, including their signature half sizes. Um, and you don't have to go into a store and get measured and all that jazz. You can do it right from your phone or online, wherever. Um, and it's just, I find that the bra fits perfectly. It's comfortable. And I hate bras, so that's saying something. Yeah. And you have, I saw you wearing your third love one the whole time we were on our vacation. I did. It's the only bra where. They allow 60 days for you to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. If you don't love it, you can return it, and they'll donate it to a woman in need, which is lovely. And they know that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, Third Love is offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash brain now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash brain for 15% off today. Yes. Do it. Your boobies will thank you. I, As will your wallet. Yes. And um, I was reading, did you see recently in the Atlantic, there was a story about um, a fertility doctor who was using his own semen. Oh, this came out a while ago, right? It was a few months ago. Oh, or maybe this is another, but yes, I did see that. You might be thinking of the book we read, Inherited, where the, she found out that her dad was the doctor fertility doctor? Oh, this I, I definitely saw this in the news, but oh. also that. But yeah. I think this happens more often. Than well, that's yes. the thing. Well, I wanted to know what your thoughts were because um, I understand why that would be shocking information that the doctor who was supposed to just be your fertility doctor was in fact the father of your child or your biological dad or whatever. But on the other hand, I don't know why it matters so much. But I don't want to be insensitive. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to get there in my brain, like, what would that feel like and why they feel so violated by that? Well, I think it's anything, you know, that when you create a... The the thing that can be so painful is when the reality or the, the, the image that we've created in our minds and this, this picture that we've created is, like, blown to pieces, you know, or like ripped away from us or like our, the idea of how things are and, you know, or were or whatever, like disappears. So if you have a family who is, you know, looking through donors, sperm donors, and they find this one who has the same cultural background as their, you know, father and they're like so excited because or like maybe wow they graduated from the same university and for some way that makes me feel connected to the sperm and this situation where I can't really be that connected to it and it has these sort of features and maybe it's going to grow up to look kind of like me and da 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 and then you find out that all that was a lie that would be really difficult to just have your mind just create a new but they knew that they were from sperm donors yeah, but I think you get to kind of choose who your donor is. Back then they didn't. So um, this is just a random one? Yeah, they were told that it was going to be well, from like a... Well, that theory goes out the window. Yeah, because they, they told them that it was coming from um, medical students that worked there. Um, so, and they, they were told <sighs> well, things that were deceptive, of course. Like they okay. said, oh, the, the, they only use the same sperm three times. So I guess, you know, there won't be a million siblings and now that's not true. Things like that. And I get why that's upsetting, but yeah, it's harder. Okay. Cause you I just think, well, who mean. cares who the donor was, but they're really upset. And the moms, some of them feel that they were raped because 
The doctor in question used fresh semen, so he would leave the room. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God. That, that I get. This I'm part I get. Out. He would leave the room and wank, and then oh my God. he would also be the person inserting it into your vagina. So okay. that is violating. And, and imagine the, first of all, you're so sweet for letting me go through that whole story and finish when you're like, actually, that's not at all the information that it, how it <laughs> no, is. No, no, no. But um, it's really gross because let's think about intention of the doctor in that moment. Yes. He is getting off. That's what I'm wondering. On the idea yeah. that he is going to be the one impregnating this woman. Do you think... It's oh, absolutely. This is, I think he's just, it's like full blown narcissism at uh-huh. its worst. And that's the theory that a lot of the kids had was like, was this about like creating some sort of weird master race? Was this sexual gratification? Like you're saying, I had just chalked it up to like, he's got a job to do. He's running low on sperm in the bank and he's just no like way. that. That that was he's my No thought. way he's running low on sperm. Those <laughs> sperm banks are overflowing. But you this tell was guys, a- you get to wank into a cup and I'm going to give you like <laughs> 20 bucks or whatever. No, but this was before that. This was before banks. So he <sighs> stopped doing it whenever banks became popular in the 80s. So how were people getting sperm donors back then? The, just the Where medical... Was, medical student donations. Students. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Or volunteers, like if you knew somebody that would volunteer. Man. Yeah. This is layered. It is. And I mean, I have never been in anything similar situation. So it, I'm just trying to get in my head like what it might, might feel like to find out the doctor did it. Well, I think it's awful, and I think that doctor because well, I think he's really about not what his, sorry. That's I, I don't. I just feel like it does feel like it was his intentions were not like I am going. Well, damn, who knows? I really want to know like what his thoughts well, are. The like, things he, that he's he feels done. Feels like he's the hero. Does he have like a hero complex? Like a, he's rescued them. Like. You know, like the firefighter who sets the fire and then gets to yeah, put it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is essentially like he gets to be the one to save these women from being infertile, but it's with his own sperm, which is like freaking weird. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. and they were saying like he, even now, he's like, they are liars. Meanwhile, we have DNA, dipshit. Like what, he, what is he? Okay. he's still being like, I never did that. These people are defaming me. And the worst part in my mind is that he really didn't break any laws. So the only thing they were able to charge him for was that when he was sent a letter from the attorney general about it, he just wrote back and said, like, this is all lies and stuff. So they were able to um, get him for obstruction of justice. But literally, if he hadn't written that letter, there would be no crime that he could be charged with. Oh, my God. So that's kind of It's weird. Yeah. And the fact that he, like, is that kind of, has that attitude about it. And when he met some of the kids, he was just, like, quoting Bible verses and being weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. This is weird. I don't like it. I think, like you said, though, this is a real thing. And so many people are realizing that their parents aren't who they say they were or things like this, all that DNA stuff. And the kids that were the, the doctor's biological kids said they have like a Facebook group and every 
time a holiday comes around, like Christmas or Father's Day or Mother's Day, they get more members because people get these kits for their holidays. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That's so crazy. Right. Everyone's Every time out. a holiday comes around, they get more <laughs> members. Right. That is... Yeah, so... There you go. Oh, my gosh. Um, changing the subject, we were talking recently, remember you and I were talking about the Uber that I got into that smelled so bad and all that? Yes. And then I came across an article that was talking about how there's this big standoff between Uber drivers and the customers about air fresheners. Oh, okay. Do you ever get in one and it's like super pungent? Oh, it's so bad. Some like, people really hate of, that. I hate it. Uh-huh. I'm very sensitive to fake chemical smells. Yes. Like, it makes me feel nauseous. Mm-hmm. And I can smell, like, the chemicals in all those, and it makes me feel like, ugh. Yeah. Would oh, you ever say something? Well, no, because I want to get where I'm going. And usually when I call an Uber, <laughs> I'm like a last minute who's like, You're in you a know, hurry. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Not, what am I going to say? I'm going to wait for the next one, and then I got to wait. And before where I live, I think some it was like people do. Minutes for I know Uber. I don't got that time kind of time. Neither do I, and that's why what I do is I go into Lightstream.com/slash/braincandy because if you don't have a lot of time, this is the best way to get all your credit cards consolidated. Super easy. They have an application online, and then you won't have to worry about those crazy. Uh, interest rates and bonkers crap that where you lose all that money, mm-hmm. multiple pay payments, all the due dates, whatever. Just have one payment with one lower rate. And uh, with Lightstream, they will give you a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay. And like I said, the application is super easy and then you can get a loan from five dollars to $100,000 with no fees as soon as the day you apply. And just for our listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount. The only way to get the discount is to go to lightstream.com slash braincandy, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash braincandy. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.50 auto pay discount terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash braincandy for more information. I had somebody message me about that and say like what's the deal is this real is this good i'm a little nervous i'm like girl get it girl get it Uh, anyway yeah that the air freshener thing because i think what happens is when they some riders complain about probably stale smell or unpleasant odors and then other riders complain about the air freshener right so like so are you gonna make happy yeah what's the answer I know. Uh, I mean, I think they, that they have to maybe have like a, 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 I don't know, you know, with all those chemicals and everything, I feel like there should be like a, just make sure it's an all natural one, but that's just like the hippie in me who wants that. Mm-hmm. You know, because a little bit of essential oils and... Uh, that's true. You could use those. Go a long way. Have you ever seen one where there's like 20 air fresheners hanging? Oh my God. That means they're smoking pot. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is this like a signal I'm supposed to know? Well, not like a signal, but I would imagine that they're like the only reason that you'd have that many air fresheners if there's a scent that you're trying to like really no, cover up and it's either cigarettes or pot. Wait, why, why do people smoke in their car? Well, you're not supposed to. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, why are they doing that at home? Just even well, just for the smell part. Uh, Suze, yes. you're asking, I uh, don't know. 
You're asking somebody who hasn't been pulled over in like 10 years. That's true. You don't know. I don't know. But But that's a thing. Yeah. That's, you know, I've definitely, uh, you know, seen the air fresheners uh, hang in and then Let's just say the drivers look like the kind of person who would fit that bill. Yeah, you like do marijuana profiling? Yes, totally. Guilty as charged. <laughs> well, and so would they be if they got pulled over for... Wow, she's getting serious. Oh, Although, um, I was reading also about how when people get arrested and then end up in... Um, I guess it's house arrest where you get the uh, electronic ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. That... They charge the inmate or the crim- whatever criminal, yeah. Um, whatever the fees are to run the thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Where and so, those? I guess to operate and maintain these devices, it costs however much money. And so they put put that uh, charge onto the criminal. And so what it does is it makes it so that um, underprivileged people will end up just having to go to jail because they can't afford to maintain <gasps> the ankle oh bracelet. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's messed up. That's what I thought. Dude, I had no idea that was a thing. And <laughs> yeah. that means it's expensive. Oh, that's that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, it's unfair, certainly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if my, like, direct TV, where I can have 400-whatever channels only cost me 40 bucks a month, Mm-hmm. What the heck is going on with this ankle bracelet? I don't think it's that much. I, I can't remember the exact amount. I think it was like maybe 200 bucks a month, but it was, uh, there was a That's fee a for the device. I think it was maybe even $1,000 just to get the device. Oh People can't afford that. Yeah, and yeah, there no, no, that's price get. That's definitely there are cheaper alternatives than that. Is, come on, but it, you know the for-profit prison system. Yes, but I really hate, obviously privilege. And money changes everything across the board. This is not exactly the only example we could provide. Right, of course. But it was just something I never even thought about. Me either. I would have never thought about that. That is totally, that makes sense. And could you imagine? I suppose it's no different, though, than bail or all the other ways that people pay their way out of. Yeah. But Mm. gosh, I just never thought about it. It's a corrupt system, man. It really is. What are we going to do? Well, don't smoke pot in your Uber. Definitely not. That's all I know. Yeah. I I read also, though, that the uh, the Vatican stopped selling cigarettes. Oh, well, good. But how weird is it that they were doing that? Oh, better question. Better point. That is weird. And where? In the gift shop? <laughs> I assume they mean Vatican City. Oh, yeah, okay. Got and, it, but got it. they are going to lose. It's their second highest revenue generator. And oh. they're going to lose $11 million a year, the Catholic Church, because oh. they decided to do this, stop selling the cigarettes. Wow. It's like they make $11 million on cigarettes and like 20000 on on. Uh, crucifixes <laughs> and like, that's it on, right. on what are those what are those necklaces rosaries the rosaries <laughs> and that's their only profit <laughs> and like it's all they sold in Vatican City <laughs> right their big money maker is all the like booze and poker sets cigarettes right oh my gosh that's funny I but also not funny I didn't know that in Vatican there are these cards that you can get 
And if you have one, then you can buy all this stuff without the taxes. And oh. so they have like TV, flat screen TVs and... No yeah. way. Oh yeah. my gosh. How weird is that? Because it's like the city and you can go inside. Oh my gosh. That is weird. Those kind of things. Yeah. And it's yep. sure to just like... I don't know how the system is set up in terms of how someone was comfortable with the commerce of religion. Not right. as if this is the only example, for sure. But it's just such an odd combination. Yeah, well, and I think it's one of those where, like, they got in and in some way, you know, all into all the commerce, and then it just evolved, and they evolved with it, and we never stopped to go, like, wait a sec. Why are they involved in this? I mean, it's basically like the only time Jesus got pissed, though, was like when they were doing crap, <laughs> selling crap in the temple when he had his temple tantrum. A temple tantrum! <laughs> I don't even know about this. This is so funny. You know, the money changers when he turned over the tables because he was so pissed? I don't know this story, Suze. Oh, well, I mean, it was the only Fill time Jesus <laughs> saw all these uh, Jewish leaders uh, changing money in the temple, which they're not supposed to do. And so he mm. ran in there and, like, busted shit up. And he was like, what the hell are you doing in here? This is a place of worship Yes, it's sacred holiness. space. Why the hell are you changing your money and doing business And I, wa- I do wonder how churches and religions make sense of all that. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that's a good point. But as you say, what do I know? Yeah, what do I... Yeah, you're just a doctor of this. What do you know? <laughs> what do you it's know? Just, it's just funny, like... Uh, people make sense of things that, to me, feel hypocritical, but... Yeah. This, I mean, you know, between jails and this, I don't know what, the, what to tell you, Suze. I got no <laughs> answers for things. Oh, my God. We're just asking questions today. A lot of questions. I did see one cool, pretty cool thing, and I'm really hoping that this is a true story and not, okay. like, a fake one. Yeah. But I saw that there was an artist who put up a seesaw through the fences oh, yeah, I saw that. on the Mexican border mm-hmm. and didn't give any instructions and people naturally just came over and started using it as a seesaw and playing and it's like symbolic of, you know. Yeah, the way that it's structured is that the seesaw goes through the slats in the border uh, barrier mm-hmm. and on one side a Mexican child could sit on it and on the other side the U.S., person could sit on it i did i saw the pictures and i thought well that's really cool like who's hanging out by the border i don't know but i felt like these people had to be told to go there yeah i was like i i don't know i mean probably do you think people just hang out in that area well, maybe, depending yeah. on where it goes through, because they're, you know, I've seen other things on, you know, like Vice News and stuff where they talk about, like, what would happen if this person built a wall here? Like, where does this wall go through? And there's some people where it, like, goes through their backyard. Oh, wow. Yeah, where, like, the line, if you actually look oh, at, like, weird. where it's divided, where it would, like, sp- certain things, like, rivers would be split and all this weird stuff. And, like, you know, one guy's like there. The border's like right there where the backyard of my house is, and I don't want a wall going through. Like I have a nice view right now, and you know, so I don't freaking know anything about all that stuff. But all I know is that I really liked the the message in the art project, and yeah, that I thought cute. that was really cool. And I'm glad to hear it's not a fake story. No, I don't think it's fake, but I do wonder like whether they were sort of planted there. Yeah, even so. 
Yeah, Nothing. we'll we'll allow it. We'll allow it. I'll allow it. It's good. That's interesting. I never thought about there being somebody who lived that close to the border. Yeah, because if you go in through all of, I mean, it'd be interesting to see like what that, what it goes through. Because it does. Yeah. Huh. When's the last oh, time you crossed the border? Oh. Uh, You're going like soon. actually went across the border? Yeah. Like from, but but not just like on an airplane, like crossed the border. Yeah, all right. Let's do that. Well, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> clarifying. Oh, probably mm, a while ago. I used to go down there to do like the trips and like build houses and stuff like that. Oh, that's nice, Sarah. Yeah. Wait, that's wait. Nice. Did you feel nervous? I would have felt nervous. No, I never did. Why? Because you're blonde? Well, yeah, but also this was not at a time where it was yeah, like it was how no it is big now. Deal. It was like you're fine. Just go to Mexico, and you know, I'm like with a bus of like people who are volunteering, like yeah. I even I even get nervous though when I would c- cross the Canadian. <laughs> well, that's where I got the most hassled. Really? Oh, that's your. Oh, I, I was on an airplane though. I was coming into Canada from the U.S. and meeting Landon in Vancouver, and. Two two times, once for a challenge, because Wes, that idiot, he said <laughs> we were all supposed to say we were there on, like, personal. Yeah, for Not fun. business. And he, this idiot, says business because he has, he's like that. And then we all get detained because you can't, they, we needed, like, different visas and it was all complicated and, like, you can't go there for work, for, there's, like, all these rules. So that was the first time. It took hours to get us out of there. And then the next time was when I was going to visit, like, just meet up with Landon in Vancouver. And they, like, I don't know, thought that I had drugs in my bag or something. (laughs) But they, like, took me into a back, like, area, searched every inch of my bag. And then I kept on saying, like, what are you looking for? And they go, you know, like... You tell no us. Way. And I was like, I honestly don't know what you're looking for because there is nothing in here. And they were like, well, what about drugs and da da da? Do you have any? And I was like, I mean, I smoked a joint at the Beyonce concert last week, which is exactly what I said to them and was in fact true. But I'm like, that's not in this bag. <laughs> but, that's really weird. Do you think it was your they, tattoos? And then they let me go. Hmm. And it was like, no big deal. But I was like, this is ridiculous. You think it was random or something about you? I don't, I almost think it was something about me. I think it's because I gave, I remember being really tired and then being like, I don't know, I think Land and I were like arguing about something and as I was going through security and I remember being like not very polite to the security mm-hmm. and I, in my mind, I was like, oh, he stamped me with something extra. <gasps> like I was thinking that it was that when oh, I Oh yeah. Through. So you were just being punished because you weren't a n- nice girl. Like they expect. Oh, Suze. Yeah, I thought you were going to be on their side, but now I like this. No, because I feel like girls are expected oh, to be so right. sweet that if we're just regular, they're they're mad. Yeah, like I was just dealing with my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like didn't give him... I just was like, did what I was... And this is me we're talking about. Not like I was an asshole. It's not <laughs> like, like I was like, fucking just stamp a dude. Like I'm never, do, I'm never that. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, hi, how are you? Da, 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 da. I'm yeah. just, you know, cold. Like, yeah. I'm in the middle of something. See? Yes. That's what I'm saying. I'm not happy about it. Me either now. Thanks, Suze. I'm all- You're on my side. I like that. Mm, friends stick together. <clears throat> I'm also not happy because the episode's over. 
Oh, but we'll be back next time with more hilariousness. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.